Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share Welcome with you Welcome to this today. edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I'm Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you for tuning in and joining me on this Tuesday. So today... I always love it when I get a chance to talk to another coach who is in a field similar to mine, maybe not somebody who is in the fitness space in general, but somebody who who addresses a lot of the things that we sometimes see in the fitness space. So today I have Andrea Caprio with me. She is all the way across the pond in Italy. So I love being able to talk to people across the pond. That's the beauty of the podcast space, right? So, and we're going to have a really candid conversation today around um, you know, connecting self-care and self-love, but also like fueling your body and emotional eating. Because this is something that I hear a lot about from people, obviously, not just in my space, but in my conversations with other coaches and other business leaders. So Andrea, thank you so much for joining me today. Alison, thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy and welcome to everybody. I'm looking forward to this chat today. My pleasure. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about you and your background. What got you into doing the work that you do? Mm, so I actually came, like so many coaches, I think, through my own health history uh, uh -huh. into coaching. I was in a completely different field and I was always feeling tired and, and I had headaches, like migraine headaches all the time, emotional uh, issues, like, you know, my anxiety was really high. I was very stressed. I had some weight issues and uh, some hormonal issues and so on. And I came across a very healthy way of eating uh, at one stage and suddenly everything changed, everything improved. And wow. that's actually when I realized that um, the way I was eating was not that healthy. So I was always thinking that it was quite okay because I'm from Europe and, you know, we eat much healthier. But I realized we were, I was actually eating far too much sugar and sugary uh -huh. things. They kind of creeped in. And I also realized that um, at that stage, I was not feeling so well in general, um, emotionally, I think. Um, mm -hmm. And that, you know, I was not looking after myself enough. And uh, that obviously things went out of shape and, you know, slowly, slowly it creeped in and got worse and worse until mm -hmm. obviously I improved it. And when that happened, I said, wow, with this whole new lifestyle change and nutrition, ha having healthy habits, looking after myself more, I want to help other people do the same and achieve the same because I was uh -huh. really so surprised. And that's when I started studying and I became a certified uh, transformational nutrition coach. And then I specialized later on. Uh, I have a couple of specializations in weight loss, of course, uh -huh. and emotional eating, but also in hormonal health, gut health, and so on. And emotional yeah, health. those are all hot, hot topic issues and hot Absolutely. areas of interest right now, I think. Honestly. Absolutely. Because I, I just realized, you know, when I started, you know, I, I just wanted to help my clients on a deeper level. And mm -hmm. I work in a very holistic way, like you too, as well, uh, Alison. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and so I always believe, you know, just uh, giving, dishing out a meal plan or telling them what to eat is just not helping, right? Yeah. Because yeah. people know what they should be eating. Yeah. But let's face it, you know. Well, we knowledge isn't enough to change behavior. That's what I always say. We can know it, we can know everything, but it's still not going to be enough to move the needle, right? Absolutely. I, we yeah. all know we should eat the apple, but we end up eating the ice cream, right? right. And <laughs> right. often too much or whatever it is. Right. And, and that's really where um, I like working with my clients and is finding out a lot. Uh, I work a lot on the root causes of uh -huh. the issues mm -hmm. and helping them to go really deeper into it. Yeah. That. 
Okay. So since this show is all about self-care, obviously what I'd like to do is sort of like go on a little tangent here and weave in some information about, you know, eating, fueling your body and how that is a a form of self-care. Now, one of the things that I teach, the way I teach eating and I'm not a registered dietitian. I'll just be very clear about that. Um, in the United States, the states, depending on the state where you live, there are certain restrictions as to how you can label yourself, regardless of, you know, if you're certified, licensed, or whatever. Um, I know my mother's a retired registered dietitian, but her area of expertise was diabetes. Um, and so one of the things that I talk about a lot in my teaching is fueling your body, really a concept I refer to as energy eating. And what I have discovered with that, approaching it from that standpoint, it's more about eat, not just waiting until you're hungry, but fueling your body so that your energy is where you want it to be. So, and I would love to kind of, from an emotional standpoint, from the energy, you know, emotional eating standpoint, since that's your wheelhouse, I would love to hear kind of your perspective on that and how people that do that view that as fueling their body. Mm, I love that question. It's uh, so important, actually, because so many people actually think or they they rather um, are taught and throughout the years um, associate food with feelings. And food is not there to serve your feelings, right? Uh, Food is there as a primary thing to nourish, to give your body nutrients, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's the role of food, uh, if you you look at it. basic level at it. So first of all, I think it's really to separate it and say, okay, food is there to give me the nutrients, the vitamins, uh, the macronutrients like Mm -hmm. protein, carbohydrates, fats, etc. And of course, um, then on the other hand, to see, okay, but if I use foods to help with my feelings, there's obviously a dissociation here. And then it is all about being, you know, to look at it from a deeper level and see, okay, what am I really hungry for? Because mm-hmm. of course, it's never the food, right? Of course. When you are in that emotional alma at, at using food. So it's really finding out then, fine, what am I hungry for? Am I tired? So I need to pick me up so I get more energy. Um, am I depleted um, emotionally? Do I need somebody who gives me a cuddle and I'm trying to get that through the food or whatever it is, right? So there's so many things that can happen in there. Mm-hmm. And finding that out is really something I think is super important. Well, and I think just to reflect back to you, what you just said, what you're saying is 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 part of the journey is creating more awareness around why we're doing it and what we're doing it for. Absolutely. And uh, you have absolutely um, put it right. Awareness is, in my opinion, the the first step, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, when we start becoming aware, oh, we have an issue, right? We have a problem with food, our relationship with food. We're mm-hmm. eating too much. We're not eating the right things. Whatever it is, right? That's the first step. And then you can kind of tune in more and see, okay, what am I really hungry for? What's mm-hmm. going on? Or on the yeah. other hand as well, some people then go into eating more, Mm -hmm. Because maybe there is some root cause that is uh, happening there as well that's not so good. Like, for example, maybe they have a food intolerance or Mm -hmm. they have a hormonal imbalance or maybe gut issue or whatever it is, right, to find out more there. And putting these two things together is really how a lot of things can, can work better in the end, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just, 
it's always, I mean, I love how you reference that with the awareness being the first step. So mm-hmm. in most people that I've worked with and most people and and not just most people, but people that I've even talked to that maybe I haven't worked with that, you know, readily admit, I think what I have found is, is that most people readily admit they're an emotional eater. I do this because I eat, do this because I'm looking for this. You know, it's like they, they already have that awareness, but at the same time, it's almost like they're in this cycle and they can't do anything to change it. I just would love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. The vicious cycle is, is the issue there um, because we become aware of, of course, there's, you know, there's something wrong or so, um, but it's very difficult to get off this um, wagon of binge eating or eating unhealthy or um, fulfilling our desires with food or whatever it is. The issue there is basically to get off this vicious cycle, take some time, and most people are not very patient, right? And so it's, it's, I think the important part is there to make it actually easier, right? Yeah, right. And there are many, many ways of making it easier until you get out of that vicious cycle and you realize, oh, I really actually crave that apple or the mm-hmm. salad or whatever. And I can mm-hmm. tell you, it's really interesting. When I start working with people together, um, I tell them normally, oh, instead of craving the cookies or whatever they're craving, you are going to crave vegetables and fruits after mm-hmm. working with me for two, three weeks or mm-hmm. two months or whatever. And they usually laugh out loud, right? Yeah, say, right. Oh, <laughs> you don't know me. Yeah. And I chuckle at that time and I say, oh, let's have that talk in a couple of weeks and we'll see who has the last laugh. Yeah. And guess who has the last laugh? <laughs> Obviously, they're very happy about That's it. That's funny. Let me... Because what I find is, is people love to fight for their limitations, though. Mm. People people don't want to be wrong. You know, they, they don't want to say, wow, I really missed the mark on that. They want to say, no, I know myself. I know that's how I am, right? Absolutely. And uh, yeah, there we're getting actually in the mindset. So um, I, I want to speak maybe to take a step back because the mindset is also playing a huge role. Oh, in, in totally. That. Yeah. And I think the, the biggest, but just maybe to go back to that is uh, that it's really important, you know, to make it easier at that stage. So for example, you know, what I do with my clients, I, um, most people are eating too many uh, carbohydrates, right, right? Right. So for example, I make sure they're eating more protein and fiber and healthy fats. So, and that helps, for example, with cravings already. Uh And of course, that's just one sample I'm giving here. There's a lot more going on. um, So we we have to dive a little bit deeper into really finding out what's going on. Everybody's different. I work in a very personalized way because nobody's alike. And, you know, these fat diets and one one size fits all approach is just not working, I believe. Uh Um, So it's, it's definitely depends on the person, but, but just by doing small little things, you can make it easier, you know, implementing tiny habits. If you want to start, um, let's say exercising, don't start with saying, oh, I'm exercising one hour every day. If you haven't done so before. Oh, you're speaking my language now. (laughs) So just start like with three minutes, right? That's all you need to start. But make sure those three minutes you do every day and maybe combine them let's say each time uh, you go to the bathroom, you could do a push-up, for mm-hmm, example. Exactly. That's that's all. Yeah. You one of the, the things trigger. I always like to say is work in five-minute increments throughout the day if you're not yeah. used to moving. So Absolutely. park your car far away, you know, get yeah. up from your desk. Like how many times in 
a day can you challenge yourself to get up from your desk and walk? You know, True. it's like, then it becomes kind of a game, you know? Yeah. You, yeah. you, you can do a game. Absolutely. Yeah. You can tick them off or whatever. And yeah. you don't need to have one hour and one go. You can have, like you say, mm -hmm. several five minutes here and there, and you don't mm -hmm. realize even. Yeah, absolutely. So you've created the five-step food freedom formula is what you call it. So I'm assuming this is like a system that you use. Can you tell me a little bit about that? So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. Yeah, great question. So I have been working many years with hundreds and hundreds of clients and I realized, you know, so everybody is different, but there is a system that you need to go through for them to overcome this vicious circle they're in and so on. And it's really those five steps work together. So I call it my food freedom formula. And the first step is uh, to recognize the root cause. They're actually five R steps, so you can remember them. Um, so recognizing the root cause that can be the physical root cause, maybe you have some hormone imbalances or some gut issues. So recognizing what it is. Then the next step is to reset your body's healing ability. Very often the body is stuck and you can imagine it like a pipe in your house. And if, you know, something is stuck in there, nothing goes mm -hmm. back and forward. And if right. you live if your liver has been, you know, kind of abused by, you know, eating unhealthy foods and yeah. just, you know, life happens yeah. and it's just getting sometimes too much, your liver cannot deal with it anymore and it right. gets stuck. And right. that's where often I see that people have the so-called weight loss plateau or, you know, they lose weight and they put it back on or so because the well, liver your metabolism does, does the same thing. You know, your metabolism, Absolutely. It, it doesn't really, you know, people say, oh, my metabolism is broken. It doesn't work. I'm like, no, it's just kind of stalled. You know, uh, think of like the thermostat in your home or like your heat true. pump, you know, it gets true, to a point true. where it's working so hard. Guess what? It's going to either go into overdrive or it's going to stop or it's just going to stop. You know, Absolutely. because it's overwhelmed. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I believe the liver plays a big role because it's mm -hmm. all linked to all the other things, um, all the other organs in our body yeah. and systems. Yeah. Then the next step is, of course, then we start repairing the root cause. Mm -hmm. So once the liver allows to get uh, us in flow, we can then repair the root causes and address mm -hmm. whatever is. Then uh, first step is then to relearn healthy habits. Often we forgot 
those healthy habits. Like we said, you know, we know what we should be doing most mm -hmm. of the time, but we don't do. And I always say, you know, I always ask and I ask the listeners now, do you brush your teeth every mm -hmm. morning and evening? And most likely, I hope at least you say yes. But now I'm asking you, are you thinking about it? Yeah. And that's really what's so important because usually we just do it. We know it's important, right? And when you're in that realm where you just do things because you learned the habit, like the tiny habit I mentioned earlier, then you just do things and you don't have to rely on willpower anymore. And, you know, you will not self-sabotage. So you just do those things. And that's obviously where we want to get also in terms of self-care, just to yeah. go a little bit back to, you know, what um, what we're talking here on your podcast is mm -hmm. about self-care. And I learned that through my own way. I, I was just not looking after myself so much. I was, you know, it was well, it's, it's almost ago. like what I like to call a reset or a recharge too. You know, when you're relearning a, a healthy habit, it's not like you're reinventing the wheel. You're just going back to the basics, right? Absolutely. And then baby steps, like we said earlier, and getting them just in the system, because otherwise, you know, we're just giving, 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 but we are not looking after ourselves. Correct. And that's what brings me to the last step, which is reset, uh, sorry, rewire your mindset. And mm. that's really important because very often we have those limiting beliefs or false beliefs that we carry around like a, a big backpack on our, our back, right? Oh uh, yeah. Not, and they're always not, there. We are not no. valuable. We are not worthy. We're not lovable. We are giving, giving other people and we're not looking after ourselves because, mm. you know, often as caretaker, we give to others or mm. so whatever it is, maybe some trauma. And that often leads to us um, not to do the things or not stay consistent because then the self-sabotage kicks in or uh -huh. whatever it is. And so these five steps together is really what helps to a full transformation and which helps my clients, you know, to be able to continue putting themselves first and practice that self-care or losing that weight that they have been trying for their whole life to lose and put it back on each time, but to yeah. lose it permanently or improve their autoimmune uh, issues or their hormonal imbalances or whatever it is, right? And that's really, really important. Yeah. Well, and I also think too that, you know, I love that you have um, your mindset as a part of this because you know, I really think that that is, is a, a something that's so misunderstood by people because there's so much, you know, pardon my French, there's so much bullshit out there about mm -hmm. mindset. Like, just go think a positive thought and everything will be okay, right? Or, mm -hmm. you know, go read a book or, you know, go follow another guru and, you know, just don't think a negative thought, whatever you do, you know? And I think with eating, it's like you're, you know, when people are relearning habits that have really become part of their story, you know, um, you know, for so long that, you know, we almost have to look at rewiring our mindset as a kind of like we're creating a new entity, like we're starting another business, right? Yeah. So we want to look at it from the standpoint of not that we're starting over, but that we're beginning again. Absolutely. I fully agree on that one. Is um I I actually and it's a it's a really great tip maybe I want to share here. Mm -hmm. What I do with my clients is I let um them think about how they want to be in future. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. the what I call the future self, and you can even oh, yeah. give it a name, yeah. right? Uh, maybe your second name, or maybe it's an idol you have, you know, somebody you look up to and you want to be like her or like him or whatever it is. And um, th- really make clear that you get this person into your mind, you feel you, you know, you feel like that person and so on. Mm-hmm. And then each time you're you're there and you're maybe struggling to eat healthy or, you know, you've maybe eaten unhealthy and you want to make it better or whatever it is, mm-hmm. what would my future self do, yes, feel, say, eat, whatever um, you want to use there in this and just kind of do that. I think that's very helpful. No, I think so too. And I think it's just, it's a concept, I think, for some people that can be pretty hard to grasp. But I also think that it's really where we can have some fun too, you know, because we're, I think we're just because of the society that we live in and, and we've sort of come to expect quick results, right? We've come to expect, well, I'm just, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. So the natural place is to come over here to the end, right? And Mm -hmm. so I think, you know, this is where I think rather than being focused on the end game, being focused on who you're becoming in the process, I think is so important for success. It is absolutely. But it's also, I think it's about the journey because in yeah. the end, I always say maybe it might offend some people, but you know, in the end, we are all on a lifelong journey, right? There's one goal. And yes. That's basically our death, right? Yes. And everything else stays a journey, right? And we will always um, hope hopefully at least, you know, always improve or there's always room for improvement, let's yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and it's just, we can make the the best out of it without having to be a perfectionist in it. We will never be perfect. Yeah. Except I mean, nobody's the perfect the last time I checked, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's always about what are we learning and who are we becoming, you know, mm. every day, you know, and it's, it's not more than that than it's about the wins and the losses really. So, mm. Let's say someone out there is listening to this conversation. They're feeling like this could maybe work, you know, that maybe they're really identifying with this. I know I have a lot of people in my audience who are emotional eaters because I talk with them about it, but maybe they just need a little kick in the pants, a little piece of advice, a little pearl of wisdom that they can just walk away with today and implement. What would you suggest? I always like to start small, right? Mm-hmm. Now, today you have taken away um, some things, mm-hmm. um, maybe just one thing or maybe several or so, maybe you've taken notes or so. And I would say what is really important is just the the one thing that resonates the most with you. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea maybe we shared here today uh, that is the easiest for, to, for you to do or whatever it is, right? And just start doing that there, mm-hmm. just doing a one little step. So, it might be that maybe just you want to drink more water or it might be that you might want to think as a future you, right? Or mm-hmm. whatever it is, but just focus on one thing and just practice, practice, practice. Mm-hmm. Um, think of it like when you build your muscles, right? If you want yeah. to become Mr. Bodybuilder or so, it's not going to happen over time, uh, overnight. And you're sorry. not going to lose the weight overnight either. And much like, I mean, if I had figured that out a long time ago, where would I be, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So <laughs> right? it takes time, but it's it's in the end, you know, it's the habits that count. Um, that's only what you can focus on. Yeah. The weight will follow. The weight will you know, follow if you, if your body or when your body is healthy, mm-hmm. then only, but you can get only there if you align one healthy habit after the other. So just start with one, mm-hmm. focus on it. And then when you practice, 
practice that and you become a master, then you can go to the next habit. And yeah, we have to stay in our lane, I think, and and practice and practice and master it and then move on to the next one. Right. So where can people find you, Andrea? Um, so well, I can be found a little bit all over the internet, right? <laughs> I am on Facebook. Um, you have uh, my company's Wellness Methods. Mm-hmm. So most uh, is the handle is Wellness Methods on Facebook, on Instagram. I have also a group on Facebook. Um, I'm on YouTube as well. I'm growing my channel there. And my website is wellnessmethods.com. So, okay. So what is the name of your Facebook community? Uh, it's called actually, uh, it's groups and then beat cravings. Oh, how to beat cravings? Beat cravings is oh, the, beat cravings. the name. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got Absolutely. it. Absolutely, that's the handle. So oh, cool. Okay. I'm sure so you're, that's the you're sharing that here in the show notes, mm-hmm. and yep. um, sure people can find me easily. Absolutely. Anything else you want to share? Any of any yeah. coming up or anything that you want to share with my audience before we sign off? Uh, I would love to share. I have. I brought some gifts here along oh, with lovely. me today, so I never come empty-handed. Um, I thought, uh, especially for your audience, what you might like is I have a really great workbook, which is called Quit Sugar Cravings Workbook, um, which gives you lots of tips of which foods to eat, uh, some supplements and some really healthy habits to do to overcome those cravings, what we talked about earlier. And then I also want to offer a limited access uh, free consultation with me where if you're interested, uh, you can hop with me on a call and I can help you really directly to overcome your issues, your health issues, your emotional eating issues, mm-hmm. whatever they are. Okay, wonderful. Well, I really appreciate that. So um, I thank you so much for making time for me today. That was really a great, wonderful conversation, Alison. Thank you so much for having me on your amazing My podcast. My pleasure. And we'll have to. Thank um, you for everybody for listening. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to have you back for a future episode. Thank you. Can't wait. (laughs) So if anyone out there is listening and feeling really inspired by our chat, or maybe you just would like to know more about Andrea and her work, please reach out to her at Wellness Methods. You'll find all that information in the show notes, all of her social media handles, and definitely take advantage of the free gift that Quit Sugar Craving sounds like a fabulous um, start, you know, for any of you that that want to connect um, with Andrea. So Um, And if any of you out there are um, thinking that maybe you are wondering about what's next for yourself, this is, we're obviously recording this chat in 2022. Um, I'd love to invite you to look at coming on a retreat with me. This is something that we do several times throughout the year. You can check my brand new website, which has just gone live a couple weeks ago, www.theallisonk.com. And we have an entire section devoted to our retreats, the locations, the things that we do. Um, because, you know, a lot of what Andrew and I were talking about was it, you're, what you're doing is you're taking yourself through a different experience, right? Because you want a different result. Mm-hmm. And so when you when we go on retreat, that's exactly what we do. We're creating a different experience for you that you can, you know, actually have when you go home. It's not like going on vacation and you get home and you feel like you need a vacation from your vacation, right? So mm-hmm. This is all about how to do something different in your life. So I'd really want to invite you to join me for one of our experiences. If you would like to know more, please go to my site at www.theallisonk.com. You can go to retreats. You can reach out to me and ask me where we're headed. We are going to be releasing most of our 2023 calendar very soon. We do. We are going to St. Lucia in January and we're going to be, we're going back to the Keys in May. 
and we'll be going to several other places throughout the year. So I just want to put that out there because our spots do fill up quickly. So if this is something that's on your list and you would like to know more, please reach out to me, allison at theallisonk.com. And um, I'll definitely make sure that you are on our list so that when we announce new locations, you get that information. Um, before I sign off, again, I just want to say how thankful I am for all of your support of me and the show and the space and everything that we do and what we're about and all our amazing guests that we're able to have. Uh, we're heard all over the world and we're heard all over the world because of you, because you're sharing our message. You're tuning in to listen. You're following us. You're writing us reviews. You're helping us spread the word because in this lifetime, I mean, I just, I cannot really, I believe so strongly in my heart that right now is the best time for all of us to really look at how we're doing ourselves, how we're doing our lives, how we're doing our health and fitness, how we're doing our self-care on a daily basis. This is everything. And, you know, how we live every day is everything. So I really want to challenge you to look at that. And again, thank you. We'll be right here every week bringing you the very best information um, and just know from the bottom of my heart how thankful and grateful I am for you and for everything that you do to help us. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one. 